Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome in, everybody, to the Thanksgiving edition of the DFS OG's podcast, Head Chopper, Notorious, and myself, beer, ready to break down each and every game here. I believe we're in week 12 now. We got the three Thanksgiving games. Uh, we'll look into Sunday as well, kind of cover everything all at once here, but wanted to get out uh, and get ahead of these Thanksgiving games. Always a lot of fun. Uh, always a nice slate of games in DFS, and what's better than, than betting some games while you're sitting around with Aunt Marge and... And some family you may not like. I know Chop's a big Thanksgiving guy, so we're, we're going to get to him and, and see what he's got planned here. But before we do that, a couple things. Show sponsored by our friends over at BetMGM. Make sure you head over there check them out. Promo code GRINDERS. That's going to get you a risk-free bet up to $1,000. So if you haven't checked them out yet, head over there. Check it out. Take advantage of that offer. And what a better day to use it on uh, than Thanksgiving. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube, take a second. Click the thumbs up button. We appreciate that. And we will be utilizing scoresandodds.com uh, for all of our lines here. Just a great site if you haven't checked it out yet. You can compare all the odds across all of the different books. We got props, we got premium picks, parlay IQ, just a ton of stuff going on. So go and check that out uh, as well. All right, let me bring in my boys here. Chop, let's get started with you. Thanksgiving week is here, my man. So, how in the hell are you? And what do you got planned for Thanksgiving this year? Same old, same old. A lot of, lot of family stuff going on, and uh, you know the, the day before Thanksgiving, a couple of days. This in this case today, two. We're doing this a couple of days before Thanksgiving. Big cleaning day. You know, you got to clean up the oh, house yeah. for the family and all that stuff. Got a lot of projects to do and all that. So you know, it is what it is. Like I enjoy Thanksgiving. I like it. I like the concept of it. It's a lot of work that goes into it. So and I, I love the football. So I, I I've always said it's the best holiday because when Christmas hits and you're sitting there on Christmas night, it's over. Like the holiday season is just about <laughs> over, man. You know, you, you know they got the, the New Year's Eve, New Year's Day thing. It's kind of lame these days. So yeah, you know. But in Thanksgiving, at least you still have a lot to look forward to. You're hitting you're hitting a big holiday, and you got a lot to look forward to. So I like it. Now, do you prefer to host or do you prefer to travel? I mean, there, there's there's parts on both sides. You host, I mean, it's nice to just, when it's done, I just go to bed. I don't, I don't have to drive home. I can just settle in for the game. But you mentioned the, the preparation to host is about a week in advance, the, the cleaning and making sure you got everything and, 
you know, the people, everyone's kind of stressed out, just getting, getting set up for everything. So rather host, rather travel. Thanksgiving, I'd rather go ahead and host because then, uh, like when you, when you have to travel and you got to drive somewhere, you're going to be missing some parts of the games and stuff. Like you're at least at home, I can, you know, I can sit down on my couch and I can block out all the, the chatter in the background. And I can just watch the games. And when people want to leave, See you later. You're gone. I'm still watching the game. I'm still. I still get to see everything. I like to. I like to watch. Those are like some of the few island games that I actually like to sit down and watch in the NFL. Otherwise, you probably won't catch me watching a Thursday night or a Monday night football game. But Thanksgiving, for some reason, it's really enjoyable just to sit there and grind out those games. I'm on team host as well. We're hosting. We always host every year. But chop one thing you don't have to deal with that notorious definitely does as well is. Driving, you got to deal with weather a lot too. You know, you, you go an hour, hour and a half away to, to Thanksgiving and, you know, maybe you toss back a few. You're, you're tired because of the turkey and, and everything you ate. You're trying to listen to the game on the radio. The kids are screaming and snow to deal with. So, Noto, rather travel, rather host. How are you? What are your plans for Thanksgiving? Hey, what's up, boys? Good time of year. Uh, one of my favorite times of year. I'm, I'm more of a traveler. Um, this year we're going down. My dad's side of the family uh, every other year hosts a little thing in uh, tiny Richfield uh, in southern Utah. So, yeah, it's going to be about 50 of us in a tiny little house. Uh, it's always madness, but uh, always a lot of fun. I do. Uh, yeah, I can't drink, though. That's that's the one thing with uh, driving to these things is uh, you just kind of wait till you get home until you, until you drink. It's a couple hours away. But uh, other than that, I mean, no cleanup. To show up, help a little here and there, eat some good food, and go home. That's it. No, no drinking and driving here. The OGs uh, doing it safely. Get home, and then uh, then you crack them pops. All right, yeah. let's get into the games. As always, a nice three-game slate uh, on Thanksgiving Day. And we'll have you covered over at Roto-Grinders looking for DFS stuff. We're going to have all kinds of articles and uh, projections and everything ready for you. And then, again, scores and odds, uh, all of our favorite bets so will be posted on there, the three of us always contributing over there. We start with Buffalo uh, in a pseudo home game uh, after having that last game canceled and moved to Detroit. So uh, they are back in Detroit, big favorites here at nine and a half that stayed steady uh, since open total in this one, big one, 54 and a half. So Noto, we'll start with you. This will be the game. Everyone circles, everyone stacks in DFS uh, betting wise. Uh, we'll look at some of the splits here, but uh, what are your thoughts here? Pretty big spread. Detroit, three wins in a row here. So uh, some of the bets, it looks about even. You know, betting, the money. So a lot of it will come in uh, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. But uh, so far, things have stayed kind of level. What side are you on here, Buffalo or Detroit? Yeah, this has burned me in the past. But I like taking the home teams, uh, especially when they're underdogs on Thanksgiving. You know, uh, I know Buffalo got to play here last week. And uh, I think they traveled back to Buffalo. Now they're traveling back to Detroit. Seems like a lot of travel for the last couple of days. Uh, but anyway, I mean, Detroit's won three in a row. They look pretty good the last couple of weeks. And Buffalo, they're still missing some pieces in the secondary. Um, I just think it's going to be closer than, you know, nine and a half. So I think it's one of those games you can tease it both ways. Um, Buffalo, you know, to win by two and a half or, you know, Detroit plus 16. Both those sound pretty good to me. But if I'm picking something here, I will take Detroit plus nine. I'm on the Detroit side as well. And, you know, you hope you're not uh, stepping into the, the sucker bed here. They, they have played well, but let's look at who they've beaten. I mean, Green Bay, you know, that's my team, but I have not been uh, impressed uh, with the Packers. Uh, Chicago is a decent win for sure. The Giants, a lot of people think uh, they're fraudulent at 7-2, and two, now 7-3. and three. So 
yeah, they're getting the W's. You got to give them the credit for that. But this will be a test here, Chop. A big total here. I want to say the over as well, but I worry about if this Detroit offense can put enough points on the board. We've seen them be uh, super explosive, but you got to lean here. I lean Detroit. I lean the over. I don't have any uh, best bets in this one. What are you doing to open up Thanksgiving, Chop? Buffalo and Detroit. Well, you got to kick off Thanksgiving with a little over bet here. But you got this has got to be your biggest bet of the whole weekend right here because you you know this is right when the food's about to come out and and you ain't got nothing else to do. So sit there and hope for some points. I actually love the over in this game with uh, Buffalo, like used to the environment now after playing there last week. The Detroit is just. Yeah, this is a different Detroit team than we've seen on Thanksgiving Day for the last several years. This team's actually competitive, fun, high-powered, bad defense. I'm all about the over in this game. All right, let's move on. Game two, Chops Cowboys, uh, always that middle game here, hosting the Giants this year, opened up Dallas minus 7.5. That's gone to minus 9 here at BetMGM, up to 9.5 at a lot of places. Total on this one at 45 and a half. So, Chop, we were all on Dallas last week. Uh, the line seemed a little fishy. And whenever that happens, uh, it makes sense to, to dig in and look why. And the reasons why Dallas was simply the better team. You know, a lot of statistical categories. Minnesota's kind of overachieved and it kind of proved itself. I don't think any of us saw 40 to three coming, but you had to enjoy that one. The Giants coming off a loss at home uh, to Detroit. Now Wandale Robinson on the IR, so that receiving core that's already thin, uh, getting even thinner here. Top Cowboys are on roll. Nine and a half, a lot of points here. So what are we doing? We're back in the boys, or the Giants bounce back here and cover the spread? Got to back the Cowboys here. Got to go with the Cowboys. I just, uh, you know, without looking at the numbers right offhand, it feels like they've owned the Giants in recent history recent memory we'll they've already uh already beat them this year in new york now we're in dallas yeah i mean it just feels like uh i don't know how the giants are gonna stop this offense if uh i mean we've we've, we've said all year the giants were kind of playing with fire with some of those wins so i just feel like the, the cowboys are i expect to see a little bit more elliot this game you know for a small short week and pollard you just don't want to wear him down uh, so so weird to watch, not weird, but so mind numbing to sit there and watch Twitter on game days when Pollard goes off and and everybody, oh, can you believe that the Cowboys would rather start Elliott over this guy? Guys, pump the brakes, chill out. You have to have a little depth at running back to keep Pollard fresh for the playoffs. Elliott's a nice guy to spell him with. He, you know, you, you can't have your running back out there. For ninety percent of the snaps, he'll he'll break before the playoffs even start. So, relax on that. Pollard's getting his touches and he's effective with them, and that's what counts. So, yeah, I expect to see a little Elliott in this game to give him a breather, and I think that, I think the Cowboys roll. I think they're doing it right. We talked about it last week with McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell. You know, keeping these guys fresh. Like, is Tony Pollard more explosive? Of course he is. You know, but but Zeke is not. I don't think he's washed. You know, a lot of people want to want to toss him aside. Still an effective runner, still good around the goal line. So why not utilize both of these guys? And it was good to see them really getting Pollard mixed in uh, in the passing game. Chop, your memory serves you correct here. Dallas has won nine of the last 10 meetings with the Giants. They have covered eight of the last 10. So they've really dominated uh, this matchup. 
I'm not locking in best bet here. It's a big number, but I'm with you on Dallas. I just don't know where the Giants are going to get offense from. Barkley's putting up numbers through volume, but this defense, both DVOA against the run, against the pass, they are legit. So the Giants are really going to struggle to put points on the board here. I don't think Dallas is going to struggle at all. So even if it's an uglier game, no, no, I could see this being a, a 23 to, to 10 type game. Uh, makes sense to back Dallas here. Do you agree with that? Or do you think the Giants can hang in uh, and cover this nine and a half points? I worry about the Giants a lot, especially if uh, Dallas can stop Saquon. You know, they lost Wanda Robinson, so that's going to be a big loss for them. Their receivers haven't been able to stay healthy for years. And uh, you mentioned the Dallas uh, Cowboys just owning this matchup. I mean, if you look at Daniel Jones, last six games against the Cowboys, three touchdowns, three interceptions. He hasn't passed 230 yards a single time. So uh, I'm right there with you guys. I like Dallas, and I will lock that in uh, as my first best bet. All right, best bet on the board. Noto going with the Cowboys, uh, the nightcap, which I'm not going to lie. Most times I struggle to get through this one. It's just getting sleepy, but uh, we'll see. Decent game here in New England. And Minnesota, we opened up Vikings minus three and a half. That's come down to three here, uh, down to two and a half uh, at a lot of places. Total on this one, 42 and a half. So, Noto, we'll stay with you. Uh, Vikings, shocker, uh, losing 40 to three. The Patriots surviving on a uh, basically a walk-off punt return uh, to barely beat the Jets 10 to three. So, uh, just a three-point spread here. Does Minnesota bounce back? Sometimes we've seen teams. You know, you, you get knocked down, and, and some teams get up and respond. Some teams kind of stay staggering in the corner here. What do we think the Vikings are going to do here against the Patriots Thursday night? Certainly feels like everyone is off of the Vikings at this point. Um, if you guys had to guess, where do you think their total DVOA is? So just their overall performance based on who they played. Vikings? Out of, out of 32 teams, yeah. Uh, like 21st. Cha? 20. 24th. Uh, which is pretty wild. Um, New England um, sitting at 11th. Not that that, you know, is an indicator of what's going to happen this week, but it certainly goes to show, you know, Vikings have been on the right side of a lot of uh, variance this season. So I don't know if it's uh, if we get the three, I'm going to take the Patriots. And uh, if it's two and a half, I'll probably just stay away. All right, Chop, let, let's get to you here. Vikings uh, coming off that stunning loss. The Patriots surviving once again. Uh, ugly. Uh, not a lot to really get excited about fantasy-wise on that side of the ball either, but uh, can they go on the road and get this done, or is Minnesota bounce back in the spot? I'll be locking in the Vikings as a best bet here. Under a field goal. With field goals are under. I'm fine with it. I, it's just, just uh, the NFL. That was an embarrassing loss by Minnesota, and I expect them to bounce back here. I tend to agree. I'm not locking in a best bet here. I, I've questioned this Vikings team. I, I like them to win the division. They still have a lot of holes uh, in this team. You know, both sides of the ball. Derek, you mentioned the DVOA stats here, but New England's not a, a high-powered offense either. So I, I think Minnesota can do enough here uh, to cover this, especially if it's two and a half, uh, like you guys have said. I'm with you on that. Uh, if it's over three, probably leaving it alone. If we can get it under three. Uh, I'm probably on the side of the home team. All right, let's go to Sunday here. First game, Baltimore and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Baltimore, four-point favorites here. That's come up from three and a half at open. 43 and a half is the total here. So, Chop, we'll stay with you. We'll get to Derek here in a minute on his Jacksonville Jaguars. But uh, Ravens playing some good football right now, Chop, kind of rounding into form. We see this uh, every single year, kind of an ugly game against Carolina. It was very windy. 
we have not seen the big Lamar Jackson game. I, I know a lot of people were expecting it uh, last week against Carolina. Is, is this the spot chop? This team goes nuts. Jacksonville, it's been up. It's been down. We've seen good. We've seen bad. But at the end of the day, it's a three and seven team here. So small spread. Does Lamar get going again? Who you got here? Ravens, Jaguars. I'm kind of over the Ravens right now. I just I keep waiting for them to like look good again, dominant, and they just can't. They can't put bad teams away, and so it's not like they've had a juggernaut of a schedule. I, I just don't believe in them. So uh, my lean is towards Jacksonville here. I just don't. Uh, something's wrong with Lamar's not running the same way, and you know they're injured. They don't got any receivers except for Mark Andrews. Yeah, I don't. Not a big fan of Baltimore right now. How dare you talk bad about Demarcus Robinson and his huge game. That was unbelievable. <laughs> and then there's old Devin Duvernay. I believe he had one catch for three yards. Was supposed to be the uh, de facto number one receiver there. I'm I'm with you, Chop, but I, the defensive side of the ball, they've, they've kind of really gotten a lot stronger there. I think they've looked good enough to handle this Jacksonville team. So, Derek, you're our Jacksonville expert here. What do you expect of the Jags in this one? I'm leaning Baltimore here in this one. Again, not a best bet for me, but I'm going with the Ravens side. You believe in your boys? Can they win this game? If not, can they cover these four points? Yeah, I never believe in my boys. Uh, always bet against your team. You know, you'll feel a lot better for it when they lose. But, uh, no, kidding aside, I was just looking at Baltimore's drives last week. They had five drives inside Carolina's 45-yard line where they came away with zero points, um, which is wild to me. Um, so, that, should, that game should have been a lot uh, more lopsided than it was. Like you mentioned, they have been winning games. Uh, we haven't seen the big Lamar Jackson game, but I think it's coming. So I'll lean towards Baltimore, but I don't feel particularly good about it. All right, let's go to – oh, my goodness, this one. The toilet bowl up next, though, we're going to call this one. Carolina and Denver. Uh, Panthers, the home team here. Spread opened up. Denver minus three and a half. That has come down to two and a half. Total at 36. I'm seeing it as low as 35 uh, in some places, Derek. So this got to be the lowest total that we've seen uh, all season long. Russell Wilson continues to look terrible, uh, calling plays from his days in Seattle. So uh, some worries about what's going on in, in Russ's dome. Baker Mayfield on the other side. I mean, find me something good here, Derek. I am going to put a best bet on this game, though. I, I'm, I'm I'm going with Carolina. I'm just going to come out and say <laughs> that the home team in the battle of these terrible teams is where I'm going here. And this is not one for the, the faint of heart. I get it. You don't want to put any uh, USD on Broncos, Panthers, but I'm going Carolina in this spot, Derek. What do you got here? 35-point total here, Carolina and the Broncos. Yeah, this is bad. Is uh, Is Baker starting this week? I mean, I don't – at this point, it doesn't really matter to me. P.J. Walker, Baker Mayfield, you want to bring in Sam Darnold. To me, there's no difference in the three of them. For me, if it's Baker, I like Denver's side. Um, I just think he's the worst quarterback other than Zach Wilson. He might be the worst quarterback in the league right now. Uh, We'll talk about that in a bit. But, yeah, two teams that I don't like. Uh, I think the best unit in this this game is going to be Denver's defense, so I'll lean that way. Chop. This should be quick. Your 35-point total here, two bad teams. I'm going to put a best bet out here, Chop. You seen anything here, Carolina-Denver? I mean. <laughs> I knew uh, this would be good. I'm not really. 
I'm just no. I want I want to, but I'm not going to. So I, I'm, I'll lean Broncos. I'll, I'll say this: Did you did you guys hear that stat where if the Broncos had just scored 18 yeah. points each game, this just a modest 18 points every game this year, they'd be nine and one. That's that's pretty amazing. Wow, wow, that, that is. I did not see that. That is pretty eye opening. They cut Melvin though. That's got to be. They need to cut their coach and. Their quarterback too. Yeah, they need to keep just keep cutting everything. <laughs> I mean, when Latavius Murray is the last man standing, that, that kind of tells you uh, the, the the scope of things here. So, ugly game. We'll move on uh, to the next one. Atlanta and Washington up next. Uh, Washington is a four point favorite here. That's up from three and a half at open total at forty two in this one. So, chop a little bit better game here. Uh, Kyle Pitts goes on IR. So everyone that whines about Kyle Pitts every day, and, and we've done so on this show, just not understanding their philosophy. But, you know, you, you are who you are. You, you play, tailor to the strength of your team, and that's running the ball here uh, with Atlanta. Now, Washington really come alive here, and, and they finally made the move. Taylor Heineke announced the starting quarterback for this team, as it should be. So Falcons traveling in here. Washington riding high right now. Chop, what do you got here? Falcons, Commanders. Yeah, I'm I'm certainly not going to make some kind of a best bet without hearing what you say about the Falcons first, so I don't know. But, uh, I mean, initially I would lean towards Washington. Just they're really hot right now. Props to them for not giving up on the season. And Atlanta is, uh, you know, uh, respectfully, they're kind of a one-trick pony on offense. So I would lean Washington, but I'd be curious to see what your take is after you uh, have uh, pretty much nailed them all year long. I'm riding with Washington here in this one. Uh, you know, you got to give Atlanta kudos uh, for that win against Chicago. But to me, Chicago's still, you know, a bottom end team in the league. I like what I'm seeing out of Washington. They finally figured out this backfield between Gibson Robinson. I like the combo there. Heineke is utilizing his weapons uh, in McLaurin. Finally saw Logan Thomas getting back involved here. When they get a guy like Jahan Dotson going again, this offense could be dangerous. Not, not that they're going to compete with the Phillies. Uh, the San Francisco's, the Dallas's in the NFC, but I think they're good enough here. And Atlanta going on the road, you lose Kyle Pitts, who we can make all the jokes in the world, was still a guy they targeted a ton. Now you're down to Drake London and Zacchaeus and you know a bunch of guys that, that I question here. So as good as Atlanta's been to me, no, no, I'm rolling Washington here. Minus the four, I'm locking that in as a best bet. Uh, your thoughts here, Commanders, Falcons. Yeah, feels like this line should be six and a half. Feels a little fishy to me. Um, we could see Chase Young back. They did uh, activate him from injured reserve, so that would be a big boost to their defense. Um, but, uh, yeah, everything you guys said, I think they have a good running game. You get the Falcons outdoors. I think that's pretty good. And uh, some of the division games might met the, mess this up, but there's a chance all four of the NFC East teams make the playoffs. Right now, four of the top eight in the in the conference. Crazy. I believe the AFC East is the same way. Every team's got a winning record uh, in both the AFC East and the NFC East. So two divisions that, that nobody was really excited about before the season. Uh, just continue uh, to get it done here. All right, next game, Tampa Bay and Cleveland. Tampa Bay coming off the bye. They are small three-and-a-half-point favorites here. That is up from two-and-a-half on the road total at 43. So, Derek, we'll stay with you. Got to be nothing better than a bye week, you know, for old man Tom Brady. Uh, some of the injuries they're dealing with, Leonard Fournette, Chris Godwin hasn't seemingly been 100% all season long. Cleveland uh, coming off a thrashing uh, in Detroit against that Buffalo team. So 
Do they bounce back here, or does this rested Tampa Bay team take this one in Cleveland? Yeah, I usually like betting on teams coming off the bye, but uh, I also like home underdogs. I think this is going to be Jacoby Brissett's last start because I think they have the the bye. Yeah, and I believe so. And then we get to see Deshaun Watson. So uh, I think he's going to go all out to win this game. And uh, yeah, you just get it outdoors. Hopefully it's going to be cold in Cleveland and get that ground game going. So I'll take the three and a half with the home team. I'm more of an under on this one. I think this could be ugly. We have not seen this Tampa Bay offense to look good at all. You, you mentioned that the temperatures here probably going to be 40s, but the wind. Uh, so we'll have to dig into that a little bit more. But uh, the public all over Tampa Bay here, Chop. I mean, we're, we're talking in almost 90% of the betting uh, coming in on Tampa. So rather than go the other way with Cleveland, who I just don't trust, Brissett's, you got to give Brissett credit. I mean, he's looked a lot better than what anyone expected here. But I'm going to expect an ugly game here. I'm, I'm going to roll an underplay on this one, Chop. What do you got, Tampa Bay, Cleveland? I'm logging in a best bet on Cleveland in this one. All right. Uh, you know, you give me a, a home team underdog by more than a field goal against a team that just hasn't shown me much this entire season. I like, you know, like Notorious, this is Brissett's last game, but more so than that, Cleveland is – this is a must win. They still have a shot at the playoff. Like the the two teams that are in those last two spots in the AFC right now are two teams that I think are going to fall down. That's New England and uh, the Jets. I don't think those teams hold hold up over the course of time. Everybody else is very catchable for the, for that last couple spots. So if they can if they can pull this one off, and then you get Deshaun back, and you look at the schedule down the stretch, they can win every single game with Deshaun because he'll get a warm-up game against Houston. So that'll get him back into a rhythm and then they can run the table. They really can't, but they can't do it if they lose this game, you know? So this is a must win for them. I think Tampa Bay is probably feeling pretty good about themselves. Five and five. They know they're going to probably win their division. And I just think there's more urgency with Cleveland this week. And I, I like the points at home like that. So locking in Cleveland best bet. And you're fading the public. Again, it's 80, 81% right now uh, back in the, the Tampa Bay Bucks, which makes sense. It's always a public team. Everyone loves betting on Tom Brady. Uh, I'm with the chop. I kind of lean that Cleveland side uh, and really like that under. Next game, Cincinnati and Tennessee, two of the better teams record-wise in the AFC, opened up Cincinnati as favorites here on the road at one and a half. That stayed steady here at BetMGM. This total at 42 and a half. So, Chop, this is another one of those spreads. It feels very much like last week. Dallas, Minnesota, how is this road team favored over a Tennessee team that, that's really playing well and on a roll right now? We're going the same way here. We roll with the Bengals in a spread that doesn't make a lot of sense, to me at least. Maybe it does to you guys, and speak on that if you want. But Bengals, small road favorites here, Chop. What are you doing, Cincy, Tennessee? Toss up. I don't, I, you know, I don't, I can't, I don't think I can have a heavy lean on any, any one of these. I would lean towards the home, home underdog here, but I don't have any, uh, any de definitive thoughts on it. I just, the Bengals are always going to be like on the back burner for me with Jamar Chase out. So I can't really trust them as much. And Tennessee is always pretty strong, but it's just a lean towards the home underdog. I'm going to lock in Cincy here. Uh, I, I worried about them last week in Pittsburgh. The offense really looked good. Uh, against Pittsburgh defense, I think is a little bit underrated, uh, especially with T.J. Watt back. You know, doing all this without Jamar Chase. Uh, Joe Mixon 
a little banged up here as well. But again, Noto, this is just one of those spreads. If I would have just blindly looked at this game, I would have thought Tennessee. This line should have been flipped, in my opinion. If I was the bookmaker, so it shows what I know, the home team is the favorite here. So for it to be Cincinnati, I think it's going to drive a lot of action towards the Titans. I want to be on the other side of that. Simple as that. I'm rolling tennis. I'm rolling Cincy. I'm actually locking that in as a best bet. So agree, disagree. What are you doing here, Noto? Bengals, Titans. Yeah, I agree on the line for sure. I would think the Titans would be favored in this one. Um, did these two teams uh, play in the playoffs last year? I believe since he did go into Tennessee and win. Uh, right, I will so look back at that. I'm fairly certain, though, yes. Got a little revenge narrative going for Tennessee. They've been playing well. Uh, we obviously know they can get it done on the ground. For me, the problem with Tennessee is they don't get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And if you don't get pressure on Joe Burrow, good luck. Um, Jamar Chase could be back this week. We still don't know for sure. Uh, so I'm with you. I'm leaning uh, Cincy, but uh, that revenge narrative, I mean, you know uh, Vrabel's going to have his guys fired up for this one. They did indeed play. It was a 1916 uh, Cincinnati win. That, that was the the Money McPherson kind of came into our lives, uh, kicking some big field goals. I believe he kicked a game winner uh, in that one. That was in Tennessee. So uh, that was the whole story. They're the number one seed. They get knocked out, and that's when the Bengals kind of went on uh, that epic run to the Super Bowl. So that's my worry, though, Noto, is Variable's going to have these guys ready. You know, they, they're feeling that from last season. You know, can Cincinnati stop Derrick Henry? There's a lot of concerns. But to me, public's going to say, how can Tennessee possibly be an underdog? We're going to be all over them. I'm locking in Cincy on the other side. Next game, Houston and Miami uh, Texans uh, down there. One, eight, and one here. Miami, seven, and three. 13 is the spread here. That has come up a ton from nine and a half at open. 46 on the total here, Derek. So clearly a mismatch here. I mean, Houston, we, we thought they'd be competitive last week. Wrong. Now they go on the road, face this Miami team that, that simply puts up 30 points in their sleep. Does Houston have any shot here, Derek, against this high-powered Miami offense? Chop, do us a favor and uh, click on the little game details tab right there. Look at this money split right now. This is wild. Uh, obviously, it's early in the week, but uh, yeah, 99% of the money's uh, on the Dolphins right now. So wow. <laughs> I I can certainly see why the line's moving a lot. Um, you look at Davis Mills. He's been awful on the road throughout his career. Damian Pierce had uh, negative yards before contact last week, and he's really their only guy that can keep this game close. So I don't know. I'm with the public on this one. Uh, and I guess I'll go ahead and lock it in just because this could be more than two touchdowns by the time Sunday rolls around. Did you see Damian Pierce get like power bombed? I mean, the guy picked him up oh, off yeah. the off the mat, like totally flipped him over and, and just dropped him like a bag of trash, man. It was crazy. Yeah, those, those are some splits there. I mean, 91% of the bets, 99% of the money. Chop, this is a classic fade the public spot. You got the stones to roll with the Texans or Miami gonna roll here. No, I'm locking in Miami as a best bet. Like, I'll fade the public bets. I don't like to fade the big money. And that feels like it's some pretty big money coming in on Miami. So I think there's a reason for it. Uh, Miami is it's a very smart coach, man. He gets these guys open. He, he finds a way. Like, the offense is very smooth. Like, Miami can do whatever they want. They got the two-headed running back system going. It's a power running game. They got the speed on the on the on at the receiving. And the, the biggest factor for me is, like, Davis Mills just has really not done what we thought he was – what I thought he was going to do. I thought he had some potential. 
Same. He's just been awful this year. They have no passing game to speak of at all. They rely everything on Pierce. How much can you rely on Pierce if you get down by a couple touchdowns in the third quarter? Ah, I got to go Miami here, best bet. All right, a couple best bets on Miami. I'm, I'm on the fringe here. I, I like that bet a lot as well. That, wish we could have got it at the nine and a half, uh, but still under two touchdowns. I don't know how Houston going to slow this team down. Now, they have been a, a lot better defensively than, than people will give them credit for, but uh, it's still a, a de- an offense that's just rolling right now. So uh, two best bets here on the Dolphins. Next game, Bears and Jets. We have a four-and-a-half-point spread in favor of New York. That's come up from three-and-a-half. Total at 39 and a half on this one. So, Chop, we'll stay with you here. Justin Fields continue to get it done. A little bit banged up now, so we'll see. The expectations are that he will play uh, in this game. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Other side, they got some serious questions uh, with Zach Wilson. Derek mentioned it earlier. This guy just looks terrible. Uh, And I don't know if there's any signs of life here, if he's ever going to figure it out. Who knows? But, you know, behind him. Flacco, who, who's the other? Mike White is the other guy that, that loves to throw the running back. So uh, Bears and Jets here, Chop. But what are we doing in this one? Uh, how many best bets have I locked in so far? Two. I have you for three. Three. Okay, I'm not going to best bet it then. But I have a, I have a heavy lean towards the Jets in this game, uh, mainly because uh, the defense is really good. It's, it's, it's really good. Uh, the offense is not good with Zach Wilson, but I got a feeling that they'll they'll be better this week just because of all the scrutiny now going on. But the defense is really good, and the biggest thing the biggest thing that makes me think Jets is that once Justin Fields tweaked that shoulder last week, he stopped running, and when he stops running, his offense is bad. So if he can't run because he's in pain with that shoulder, then they won't score many points. I like the Jets. He- heavy lean on the Jets, but I won't lock it in, though. Do you think they'll make a move at quarterback? I mean, it, it, I think we could all look at it and uh, say you got to replace oof. this guy. But but you have to, as a franchise, say, you know, do we want to demote our – I believe he was the number two pick in the draft and, you know, go with the, either a, a 45-year-old guy or, or this Mike White character. So do you think they make the move, Chop, or do you think they roll Wilson another week here? I think they still, still roll Wilson. You're just – he's – Hasn't had enough games for them to uh, realistically say he's not the answer. You, I don't think you can they're, – they're, they're willing to give up on that number two draft equity that quickly. But, I mean, I think we can all see with our eyes this guy's just not the real deal. He's not worthy of that number two pick. So they'd be best to cut their losses, get Mike White in there, who was actually really serviceable last year and then figure it out in the offseason. But, but I don't think they will, though. All right, Noto, same question to you, and then we'll get into the game here. Do they replace Zach Wilson? And then your thoughts on this game, Chopsley and the Jets. I got no strong take on this game. I agree with his stance that the Jets' defense uh, is legit. Are they going to be able to slow down Justin Fields? Still a question. Nobody's really done it here over the last month or so. So I'm just going to stay away from this game. But what are your thoughts here on Wilson, on Bears, and Jets? Yeah, Jets are in a super tricky spot because uh, these quarterback reps are, you know, very valuable for for a young quarterback. And if they do think he's going to be the guy moving forward the next couple of years, you got to leave him in there. Um, if you move to, to Joe Flacco, you're pretty much saying, you know, sorry, Wilson, uh, we're done with you. I mean, because, you know, Flacco's not the long-term answer. I don't think White's the long-term answer. But, uh, yeah, mediocre quarterback play can get this team into the playoffs pretty easily. So, uh, it's interesting. I'm going to lock in the Jets as one of my best bets. I worry about Phils. I mean, they're calling him day-to-day. They're saying he might 
Well, there's a chance he's going to miss the rest of the season now. So uh, if he's not going to be in there, I, I worry about that. And then the Bears defense. I mean, if you need a matchup to get your quarterback going, this is certainly it. They've given up 49, 35, 31, and 27 points the last four games. So maybe we see a little bit of signs of life from Wilson. I think they got to stick with them too, but you also have to look at it like we got to get some wins. You know, at, at what point do we balance uh, this guy's feelings and all that with we're six and four, we, we got to put some W's on the board. So uh, we'll see. We have some breaking news. We have another unemployed running back joining Melvin Gordon on the line. Darrell Henderson has been waived by the Los Angeles Rams. So not a shock. We, we kind of saw Cam Akers working back in a little bit. Henderson, uh, uh, only a handful of touches last week. So, uh, but that puts Henderson, Melvin Gordon now uh, in the unemployment line at the running back position. So, uh, interesting to know. We'll talk some Rams here coming up. They got a tough game uh, in Kansas City. Next game, we got guys, Vegas uh, and Seattle for us next. We have a three and a half point spread at open in favor of Seattle. That has stayed steady, 47 and a half uh, the total here. So, Derek, we'll stay with you on this one. Vegas gets an ugly win uh, out in Denver. Uh, that game, you know, it was kind of the, the toilet bowl of last week. Somebody had to win that game. Vegas comes out ahead. Seattle uh, continues to roll here, sitting at six and four. So uh, I believe their last game was the one in uh, Tampa Bay, correct? Uh, that one overseas. So coming back uh, to the States here, Derek, did they get things back on track here? The Raiders stay on a roll in this one. Man, Seattle's been tough to predict. Um, it seems like they're either overvalued or undervalued every single week. I thought the line would be a little bit bigger in this one. I just don't trust the Raiders whatsoever. And uh, coming off a little bit of a more rest for Seattle, I, I'll play on either of these teams. So no best bet for me. Yeah, I'm staying away from this one as well. Betting looks about even. A, a lot of action on the over, it looks like here, Chop. Just just two teams, like Derek said, very unpredictable. You know, Vegas, it, it's actually been predictable. They've been bad. Seattle, we've seen good, we've seen bad. Uh, did they bounce back from that loss against Tampa? Uh, or does Vegas keep this little run going uh, with another W on the road? Uh, good question. I would say that – I. Um, it's a weird game for sure. Yeah, I, I I definitely have a heavy lean towards Seattle. I'm just thinking if I should lock them in or not. I really like them. The Raiders they they just legit stink. They're just bad. They just can't. And now you got to travel up to uh, Seattle, which is a tough place on a team that's rested and ready to go and has overachieved this. Year. I mean, maybe they've overachieved. Maybe they're just really good. They do have the skill players. So who knows, man. I'll lean heavy towards Seattle, but I just won't lock it in. But I do I do like Seattle here. All right, next game, Chargers and Cardinals. Chargers, uh, Chiefs, the other night, very entertaining game. Uh, Chargers come up a little bit short in that one. Arizona continues to struggle down to four and seven, get throttled down in Mexico City by the Niners on Monday Night Football. This one open, Chargers, minus two and a half. That's come all the way up to four and a half here. The total in this one, 47 and a half. So, Chop. You know, two teams uh, struggling uh, with their expectations from the start of the season. Chargers still feel like they have a legit chance. Cardinals feel like their season uh, kind of swirling around the drain here. So is that enough uh, to get them propelled? And we still have the Kyler Murray questions. And we saw Rondale Moore exit the game here. So injuries. We saw Mike Williams on the other side return and then leave. So a lot of injuries uh, to parse through. 
before we get to Sunday here, but thoughts on this one, Chargers Cardinals. Yeah, without knowing the injuries, I'm going to just uh, be pretty pretty neutral on this thing. I don't have a, a particular take. There's just like if you if I, Kyler and Marquise Brown and D Hop were all in the lineup together, that'd be a whole different story for me. Or on the flip side, if we get Herbert, Allen, Mike Williams, and Eckler all together healthy for a full game, it's a whole it's a whole different story than what they have right now. So I'm pretty neutral on it because I have no idea who's going to be out there on that field on Sunday. Yeah, same boat here. It's just tough to say. You know, if it's Colt McCoy, this line probably adjusts uh, the Chargers minus five and a half, minus six. You know, as Mike Williams come back, so just gonna leave this one alone. I mean, the Chargers are clearly the better team. That would be my lean here, Derek. I just don't know if Arizona has it in them uh, to make a stand. You know, I've, I've been caught up here on the on the show. I'm enjoying it, Buda Baker. You're right, the guy's a stud, but. I don't know that they have it in them to, to make a run here at the end of the season. So agree, disagree. Uh, any thoughts here? I know a lot of injuries to parse through in this one. Certainly excited to watch this week's uh, hard knocks coming off of that blowout loss. Uh, it was pretty fun watching them pick up the win the week before. Colt McCoy, uh, all business, that guy. Um, you in the right but, spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, for this game, look, the Chargers, man. They continue to do Chargers things. They were beating the Niners two weeks ago at halftime. They were beating the Chiefs last week at halftime. They can compete with anybody in the league. I think they're the better team. Uh, hopefully they're getting a little more healthy. I do worry about Mike Williams, but it was good seeing Keenan Allen back out there. So give me the Chargers, but I'm not locking them in. All right, next game, Rams and Chiefs. How the mighty have fallen here. The Rams, three and seven. This thing opened Kansas City minus nine and a half. Guys, this has gone all the way to 14 and a half. I'm seeing some 15s out there on this game. 44 uh, is the total. Now, some of this is driven by the, the quarterback position. You know, Stafford in the concussion protocol. Walford uh, banged up as well. So uh, they could be down to their third string quarterback here against one of the best teams uh, in the NFL on the road, Derek. So, again, tough to stay, but even with Stafford in there, you know, how good do we feel about this Rams team? Uh, this certainly feels like a blowout. Are you taking uh, the Chiefs here with this big number, though? 14 and a half here at BetMGM. You know, I can guarantee that nine and a half point spread didn't last long. No. Uh, if I would have seen that, I would have hammered that as well. I think Bryce Perkins is their third stringer. Um, don't know much about him. Maybe we can get Chops, uh, you know, a scouting report on him. But, yeah, like you mentioned, this feels like a blowout. I don't really want to play 14 and a half in an NFL game, but this would be the one to do it, I think. So, uh, yeah, I, I lean Casey. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm going to kind of back away from this one, but uh, it does feel like a blowout. I almost want to lock Casey in here. But, uh, Chop, give us a little scouting report. Looks like he's got some mobility. There were some rushing yards on, on the board here. But, you know, that, that's not always uh, – in the NFL, you're going to need a little bit more uh, than 35 rushing yards. So, uh, thoughts here if it is Perkins and then on the game, Rams, Chiefs, big number here, 14 and a half. Well, you should be familiar with Perkins, right? Didn't he, didn't, didn't he play in Green Bay for quite a while? Uh, if he did, I'm not aware. That's how good he is. You didn't even know he was on your team. See, there you go. I, I think he's that's the UCLA, former UCLA guy, right? Let's look, let's been, look, well, I'll look him up while you're talking. Backed up Green Bay for a while, like third stringer or so. I mean, he's really nothing at all exciting. In fact, he's a downgrade from Wal Wolford. So uh, this is a tough, tough game for the Ram. Okay. Speaking of which, while you look that up, I have one, I just one, one thing to, I would – 
just one little small little rant here. Not even a rant, but just curiosity. Uh, Cooper Cup had a bad ankle sprain, and that's what, what was that's what was going to keep him out for several weeks—a high ankle sprain. And he elected to get the the new tightrope surgery to expedite the healing of your ankle sprains. I don't get that at all. Like an ankle sprain, no, no matter how high one, low, whatever it is, it's going to heal on its own a hundred percent within time. What are you rushing back for? Why do you have to have a surgery to rush back? You're out of your, you guys aren't making the playoffs. You're not even a good team. Like they should have said, no, no, relax. Let your ankle heal, heal naturally. Take all the time in the world. We'll just take a better draft pick. And I don't even know if they have their draft pick actually with all the trades they've made. But, Detroit has their first round pick. Okay, well then forget about the tanking part. But still, you, there's no reason to go under the knife for this season if you're like, come on, man, save that for when you really need it because you don't need it this year. You, you guys are done. But with that being said, I lean I lean the Chiefs too. If I could have got this thing un, under a couple of touchdowns, I'd go. I'd lock in KC fourteen and a half quite a bit though. But what's what's the Bryce Perkins word? He- All right, here's what I dug out. You must have your quarterbacks uh, mixed up here. Okay. I got started at Arizona State and then ended up at Virginia. Twenty eight. Oh, that Bryce Perkins. Oh, yep. I was um, thinking, uh, who's the UCLA guy that used to play for Green Bay? He was a similar uh, name, Bryce Perkins. I know. Yeah, Bryce. This is not a, this is not an exciting player. He, he <laughs> no, no. He's he can run a little bit. But no, man, he's been out of college for like several years. Yeah, he's 20, not... 2019. So he was an undrafted free agent uh, for the Rams. Uh, yeah, looks like some some rushing upside, but uh, 769 rushing yards uh, for Virginia. But again, that's college. You can get away with that. You, you come to the NFL, you got you got to have some chops in the passing game uh, as well. So we could see the spread go even higher, guys. Uh, this could be. This could get up to probably 17 if it is if it is Perkins uh, as that starting quarterback. So feels like a Chiefs bet. I, I may circle back on this one. Uh, we'll see what else is left here uh, on the schedule. But man, we got quite the afternoon slate here, guys. Four four p.m. We got the Raiders, Seahawks, Chargers, Cardinals, Rams, Chiefs, uh, Saints, and 49ers here uh, the next game. So nice, nice, healthy uh, afternoon slate on Sunday. Uh, Niners, big favorites here, as we'd expect. Uh, open eight and a half. It's up to nine here uh, at BetMGM. Seeing some nine and a half. Seeing an 11 and a half out there as well. Uh, 43 uh, on the totals. Chop, we'll stay with you. To me, I, I'm a, we've said this, I believe, on the show. The Niners are the best team in the NFC. And Chop, I think you, you've said this before as well. And they just look like they have all the pieces. The one thing you worry about is Jimmy Garoppolo. But he, he looks good. You just put the ball in these guys' hands. Let them make plays. Let Debo Samuel run with the ball. Let CMC run with the ball. Uh, we got some more breaking news here. We'll, we'll get to in a minute at the quarterback position uh, in a different game. But, uh, Chop, the, the Niners have the look, to me, of a Super Bowl contender. The Saints, not so much here. So, a uh, big spread in this one, Chop. What are you doing here? Saints, Niners. Uh, you know, the guy I was thinking of is uh, Brett Hundley. And, okay, uh, yep. That's... That, that name I remember. See, when I, I swore, like, man, I'm pretty tuned in to my Brett, team. Brett that's... and Bryce, and they're, Hundley, they're, yep. they're similar, they're similar, similar styles and yeah, similar looking too. guys. And I don't want to be one of those guys, <laughs> but like, yeah, uh. Niners Saint man, the Saints just uh can't trust them here. Niners look like a juggernaut. Yeah, Jimmy G 
I was I made a comment last night in 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 one of the Discord channels that uh, like literally any one of us could probably quarterback the Niners and throw for a couple hundred yards with the run after the catch guys they got like all the skill players that. So, you know, Jimmy G just don't make mistakes and you, your team is going to cruise into the playoffs and, and, and go a long way. So I'm not going to tell you it's a big spread, though. It's a big number. Saints are backs up against the wall. The Niners are dropping defensive backs like flies. They're just they're on thin ice now back there. So I, I don't want to take the I don't want to give up all these points. So I'd lean towards Niners. I'm locking in the Niners here, Derek. I love what I see, both sides of the ball. New Orleans, again, a team that feels like they're kind of circling the drain here. And I, I just, an Andy Dalton led offense against this defense doesn't give me a lot of confidence uh, on the New Orleans side. So uh, maybe you disagree with this. Uh, maybe you are on the Saints here. I'm locking in the Niners uh, as my fourth best bet, Derek. What do you got here, Saints, Niners? Yeah, Beer, you said it. Uh, Andy Dalton, they won last week, so he's going to be under center again this week. Uh, good luck against the Niners defense in San Fran. Um, I'm with you, locking in San Fran. Just really, uh, it's really hard for me to see this game staying close. Uh, did you guys see Jimmy G's suit? The guys were making fun of uh, Jimmy G and Colt McCoy, their different uh, attire walking into, into the game last week. No, I did not see that. But did you guys see when Jimmy G was at the Warriors game with, with some of his teammates and every single cheerleader walked up to say <laughs> hi to Jimmy G? Like a stream of – and George Kittle sitting next to him like – I mean, wow, what, a, look at what a life. Looking like that and then having those weapons. Too bad he wasn't a little bit better at QB. The guy could, could be the next Tom Brady, which he was supposed to be. So – uh, our breaking quarterback news, Derek. You wanted to know, is it Baker Mayfield? Is it P.J. Walker? Turns out Sam Darnold. Oh, okay. Give me, give me the Panthers. Give me the Panthers. Let's go. So I, I had that one locked in already. I, I actually feel best about him. Yeah. Uh, how sad is that? It, is as bad as the other two have been? Why the hell not to give Sam Darnold a start? Who we saw start of last season. The guy was on fire. Now it all came burning down, but. Uh, he put some numbers on the board here. So feeling better about my, my Carolina best bet here early on in the show. All right, Sunday night football, Green Bay and Philadelphia. Uh, Eagles big favorites here in this one, as you'd expect, uh, opened at six. Uh, this one has gone to seven. Total is sitting at 46 and a half. So Derek Green Bay, you know, you get the win against Dallas, then you shit the bed at home against the Titans. So. Again, you know, one step forward, two steps back. Now you got to go on the road. Uh, Philly survives uh, in Indy. A, a great game, close competitive game. They score at the end of that one. Uh, barely pull off a win, but they are 9-1 and one here. Now returning home against this Green Bay team. What do you got here, Packers, Eagles? Ah, two teams that uh, have been, I don't know, very volatile recently. I mean, the Eagles were just dominating everybody, and then they've looked very beatable the last two weeks against the Commanders and the Colts. I mean, I guess I can't, I can't bet Green Bay, but uh, Philly by a touchdown. It just seems like they keep letting their foot off the gas anytime they get a lead. And then if they don't get a lead, it's uh, you know one of those grinded out type of games. So I would lean Green Bay, but I do not want to bet it. Philly's on, I got to decide now. I got one bullet left. I, I'm debating Miami joining you guys there. I'm debating Philly. So I'm going to continue this debate uh, for my fifth best bet here. To me, this is a mismatch, uh, and I know Philly's been vulnerable against the run. If Green Bay can get things going there uh, with Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, they have a shot in this game. If their plan is to throw the ball, uh, that's not going to work against this Philadelphia team, uh, the best team, uh, DVOA against the pass. So the number feels a little bit light to me, Chop. I, I would have I pegged this one up at, 
at eight and a half. So I'm leaning Philly here. Uh, what do you got, Green Bay, Philadelphia? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm liking in best bet Philadelphia. Uh, touchdown is fine with me. They're too good. And as respectfully to your Green Bay Packers, oh, I don't. They're horrible. So say what you got to say, brother. Yeah, they just uh, they're just not as good this year, and no. they got a lot of weaknesses in a lot of different places. And I just don't see how they can keep up with Philly in this game. A touchdown, no. This this should have been like a double digit spread, I think. So I'm, I'm going Philly best bet here, and. I think we can circle me back and lock me in Carolina. I think Sam Darnold's the best of the three quarterbacks that they could choose from. So I'll definitely take Sam Darnold in that one as a best bet. All right. That gives you five by my count here. I still need one more. No, no, I only have you for three. So I might have missed oh, something no. here. We may oh, have no. to circle back. So uh, last game, Steelers and Colts. Uh, Monday Is this Monday night football or is it? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if we had Monday night this week or not, but we indeed do. Colts, small two-and-a-half-point favorites here. That's down from three at open total at 39-and-a-half. So, Chop, we'll stay with you to close this thing up. Uh, small small total here. Colts had that game won uh, against Philly, let it slip away. Pittsburgh certainly had their chances uh, to beat Cincinnati. They also let it slip away. Who bounces back in this one on Monday night? I have a heavy lean towards Indianapolis. They should have beat Philadelphia. They had first and goal at the four. That could have iced the game with about five minutes left, and that Did we lose Chop? I think so. Okay. I, I was wondering if it's me. And they uh, it's it's my it's my internet. All right. <clears throat> Something's hey, we're almost done. You're good. Uh, lean towards Indy. They're playing really good uh, under Jeff Saturday, so I'd lean towards Indianapolis. Yeah, that's my lean here as well. Like you said, you know they hung in there. One of the better teams in the league probably should have won that game. Uh, you know, ideally running against the Steelers and not great. It's pretty good defense, but they stick with what works. Derek Jonathan Taylor. Uh, don't have Matt Ryan do a ton here. This Pittsburgh offense still concerns me. Yeah, we, you know, we saw Najee Harris, you know, put some numbers on the board finally. Uh, Pickett looks a little bit more comfortable out there, but you know, I still think Indy, uh, the better team in this one, under a field goal. Uh, I'm going the Colts side here. What do you got, Derek? Wrap us up. Pittsburgh, Indianapolis. I will lean towards Indy as well. I like uh, dome teams when they're, they're at home and they're facing a team that's not in a dome. So. Give it to Jonathan Taylor. I think they're going to be in a pretty good spot. And uh, who do I have for my bets? I need to find two more. I have you for Dallas, Miami, and the Jets. All right. So add Cleveland on that. And the, do you say Miami already? All right. I'll go KC too. KC. All right. I got to add one here as well. I'm going to add uh miami all right let's uh let's do our final tally here uh, on the best bets make sure we got everything lined up here noto that gives you dallas miami the jets cleveland and kansas city chop i have you for carolina minnesota cleveland miami and philly uh, and mine are carolina washington cincinnati san francisco and miami so everything sound right there with our best bets here sounds good all right. Well, boys, Thanksgiving week in the books. Always one of our favorite shows here, breaking down the, the holiday games. And again, if you're looking for DFS content, uh, Roto-Grinder is going to have you covered uh, from all different angles uh, for that slate projections, ownership projections. If you have not checked out Lineup HQ, do yourself a favor. Get that loaded up for the holiday. Also, scores and odds 
Sportsbetting.com. Tons and tons of sports betting information, histories, trends. Uh, we utilize it on the show each and every week. Go and check it out if you have not already. No, no, final thoughts for the people, buddy. What do you got? Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, stay safe out there. And remember, this is the best slate of the year to utilize Lace the Wop. So if your team gets off to a good start, don't be afraid to eat some chalk. If your teams get off to a bad start, uh, swap away from it. Everybody's going to be everybody's going to be busy with their plans, their family, all that stuff. So uh, don't be afraid to lay swap. There's a huge edge to it in DFS. Yes. Very underutilized. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, take advantage. It gets tough. You know, Thanksgiving, get other things going on, but uh, if you're going for that big money, go and check it out. Chop final thoughts here. Thanksgiving week, buddy. What do we got? Thanksgiving. Great time of the year. Uh, just have fun. Be safe out there guys. And uh Please miss me with all those bad Thanksgiving takes about food. Food is good. Okay. The food is good. If you don't like Thanksgiving food, then you just haven't had it made properly for you. Ham over turkey. That's that's what I'll I'm take it. I got ham in. Give me got ham and turkey this yeah. year. That's, year. That's the way to do it, and that's how we do it. So if you don't like turkey, just add it. You don't have to necessarily take the bird away. Just add some ham to your life. And hey, then all the other stuff. It, 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 Everybody says turkey's dry, turkey's dry. You ain't making it right. I I agree. I got my preparation going on right now. It's brining, buddy. You got to brine that some bitch. All you got brining for a whole day at least. Yes, sir. A lot of ways to cook that turkey. We don't dry it out. So uh, get out there and then then figure it out. So thank you again for tuning in. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners out there. We appreciate you guys for listening. For Chop, for Noto, I am Beer. And happy Thanksgiving. Best of luck this week. We are the DFS OGs, and we are out. Kick off the new pro football season with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up at BetMGM using bonus code GRINDERS, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Must be 21 years or older to wager. 19 or older in Ontario. New customer offer only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. one 800 522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York, call or text the Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789 in Tennessee, or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi and Ontario. If you have any questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York.